Hi, welcome to the Healthy Moms Podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com. This episode is brought to you by two companies that I absolutely love and whose products I use all the time. The first is Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, which is the only USDA certified grass-fed bone broth made with organic ingredients. And their broth is made with bones from grass-fed, pasture-raised, antibiotic and hormone-free cows, and it's also delicious. The best part is it's non-perishable, so it's available in many stores, but it can also be shipped anywhere in the US without refrigeration, which makes shipping less expensive and more environmentally friendly. The second company is Thrive Market, which is a hybrid of Whole Foods, Amazon, and Costco. And what I mean by that is it has a membership fee like Costco to let you into to the low prices. Then it has it's online like Amazon, and it carries natural products like Whole Foods. And if you live in a real food desert like I do, where it's hard to find many specialty items, Thrive Market may be your answer. So check both of those out in the show notes for today's episode. And without further ado, on to today's episode. Welcome to the Healthy Moms Podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com, and I'm here today with Nagina Abdullah, who is the founder of masalabody.com, which is a blog and weight loss coaching program for for women, especially professional entrepreneur women. And her story is really cool. She lost 40 pounds after having two kids while still working 60 plus hour days. So I know a lot of women, that's a struggle, and she figured out how to crack the code of that. So she helps women effortlessly, keyword effortlessly, lose weight by adding some fat burning spices combined with healthy whole foods. And she's been featured across the web, everything from people.com to HuffPost to so many more. So thank you so much for being here. This is going to be such a fun conversation. Thanks, Katie. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's great to talk. I mentioned right before we uh, started recording, I know your brothers, uh, Manish and Ramit, and they're both amazing. And actually, I've talked to both of them because I was like, what are your parents doing? You guys just have an incredible family. So I'm excited to get to talk to another member of your awesome family. Oh, thanks. I'll pass that on to my parents, too. They'll be flattered. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So um, let's just jump in. Can you talk about your own health journey and kind of like, how did you get to the place where you were struggling to lose weight? And then what was what, what changed that for you? What was the moment of change? Definitely. Well, I had struggled my entire life to lose weight. And part of it is because I have just always had a sweet tooth where I just needed sweets. And my other weakness was fried food. I'm, I'm just basically, I would describe myself as a foodie. I love food. I love food that tastes good. And I also didn't have the typical metabolism where I, w- I could just burn everything I ate. So throughout my late teens and in my, um, in my 20s, I struggled the entire time to just get the get my body to where I wanted it to be, where I was comfortable and to where I could, you know, wear clothes that I wanted to wear, go to the beach and not feel self-conscious um, and all of those kinds of things. And it just didn't happen. Like I would go to the gym, um, work out for hours and the a little bit, I would lose like five pounds and then I would put it back on if I missed the gym for two weeks. So it was this yo-yo cycle I was constantly in. And then after I got older, I started working in a very demanding management consulting career where I was traveling all around the country and I was working 60 hour plus weeks. And then I got pregnant. Um, and so I had my first baby and shortly after I got pregnant again. So I had my two kids pretty close together and then I was left with an additional 20 pounds, you know, in addition to my pre-pregnancy weight, uh, after my, having my two kids. And so that's where I started to feel really discouraged. And, um, I just start to felt, feel hopeless because I knew if I had already had a hard time losing weight, if I felt it was in my genetics to put on weight quickly, 
then after having two kids and now being older, I just didn't know how I was ever going to lose this weight. And something like, I mean, I started to like, I would look at myself in the mirror. I wouldn't feel like myself. I couldn't put on any of my clothes that I needed to wear to get back to work after maternity leave. And one day I was sitting in the family room with my two kids. They were crying and they wanted to go outside and they, they were wanting to go to the park and get some fresh air. And in that moment, all I could think about was that I was too tired to take them anywhere. I was too lethargic. I didn't want to go and stand up and push them on the swings. And I didn't want to walk like in a stroller pushing them. And that's the moment where things changed for me because I realized like, is this the mom I want to be, you know, like, is this the mom, like being tired and thinking about not taking my kids places because I'm exhausted. And I knew as they got older, they would need me more and they would need my energy more. So that energy, energy, the lack of energy combined with me not feeling good about myself when I looked in the mirror. Um, that's when I realized, okay, I need to do something. And so then I started researching lots of ways to eat, um, lots of ways to change what I was doing because I, I didn't have any time to go to the gym like for hours a day. I just didn't have that kind of lifestyle. I worked, I had kids, I knew I wouldn't be able to do that. And that's when I fell up on Tim Ferriss's four hour body. Um, and the foods that he talks about were actually different than any foods that I had tried to lose weight before. And he really talks about, um, you know, instead of eating less instead of focusing on eating less calories and eating lower carbs, it's more about eating the right kinds of foods. So eating slow carbs, which are beans and lentils and other healthy carbs, um, increasing your protein and, um, and then also systematically making things simple, like eating, eating similar foods every day instead of changing it up. So, so I started adopting his method, but he doesn't talk about flavor. And that's like I said, when I started, I'm a foodie. And so I need food to taste good. Um, and so in my life, I grew up in a traditional Indian family where we used spices and flavors. And I knew how to do that, like the back of my hand. So I just started adding like a little bit of cumin, a little bit of coriander, a little bit of cayenne pepper. And pretty soon this food was tasting so gourmet. Like it was tasting like I went to the restaurant and got it. But with, and, and as, as I was eating it, I was thinking, there's no way that this is going to help me lose weight because it tastes so good. And my husband would eat it with me because it tasted so good. So um, time went on. And within four weeks, I went on the scale. I had lost 10 pounds in that four weeks and I hadn't even worked out in that four weeks. And I felt like I was eating like definite, like glam, like gourmet food that just tasted so amazing. And then I continued eating it because I saw such great results. Um, I started adding two workouts a week where I started focusing on strength training versus cardio. And um, within three months, I lost 20 pounds and that I was back to my pre-pregnancy and I kept eating like that because it was so easy and I was so full all the time. And within nine months, I had dropped 40 pounds and gotten to 20 pounds less than before I had kids. And you're, this is like from somebody who I've never, I've always struggled to have to lose weight. And it just came off like, it felt like it was like it melted off my body. So, so that's kind of my story of how I lost weight. And it was really by eating whole real foods mixed with those flavorful spices that I found out later also have fat burning properties to them.
That's what I love that's so unique about your system because I know people who have done uh, kind of Tim Ferriss's version of this low-carb diet and they all eventually quit because they were like, it's so bland and so boring. And I can imagine like that would be a really hard adjustment if you're coming from all these amazing flavors and probably I'm sure recipes that your family has that are incredible. So um, let's talk about the spices. You call them skinny spices. What are they and how are you adding them to recipes? Okay, well, I have over 21 skinny spices, and um, really many spices have um, have weight loss benefits, but I'm going to talk to you about my three favorite that are the most powerful ones, like they work really easily, and they go with a lot of food. So the first one, and I love this one because it's sweet, that's cinnamon. So cinnamon, it actually lowers your blood sugar and really a lot of diabetics have it prescribed to them to add more cinnamon to their diet. And so cinnamon, it lowers your blood sugar. um, And and what happens is you don't get that, that like crash or you don't get that high that sugar gives you. And then that crash, if you add a little bit of cinnamon. And then the other thing is like, as you start using it in your in your day, you, you start naturally not wanting sugar as much because it's sweet. But then, you know, it also lowers your blood sugar and you get that sweet taste without the actual sugar. So it has so many benefits to it. Cinnamon is like, it's so easy to use. I sprinkle just a pinch of it a day into my coffee in the morning. Or if you're having tea, sprinkle a pinch of cinnamon. Um, I also will add about a half teaspoon or maybe sometimes just even less than that, like a quarter teaspoon, because it it has a good, strong flavor into my morning smoothie if I'm having a smoothie. Um, And then I'll just put it on to, you know, anything that requires a little bit of extra sweetness. And it, it's just, it's just, it's like that little kick, a little sweet kick. And then, you know, you're lowering your blood sugar. So I, I really love cinnamon. That's, that's one of my favorites. And then turmeric is the next one. So turmeric is also a spice that a lot of doctors prescribe. And it's a lot of it is for anti-inflammation, um, like for joint pain, but Inflammation also happens all throughout your body. So a lot of times we have, um, we are inflamed like in our belly areas, which is often a big problem area. Like that used to be my major problem area. Um, and so turmeric, it actually decreases inflammation. And the other thing is that it blocks storage of fat. And so when you add just a teaspoon of turmeric a day, it has such amazing benefits. Like you'll start seeing your, your, your body, like your body will start to, um, like firm up just naturally and your skin starts to shine. Like my husband added turmeric into, he started making turmeric tea. So at night, what we do is I used to have like a wine craving at night. And so he started making this tea where he just puts turmeric in it and then he strains it out. And we also add a little bit of ginger into it. Um, and at night we drink it and it's so comforting. Like it, I don't even need a glass of wine anymore because it replaces that. And he started seeing he had like under eye circles, which we didn't even realize he had that because men don't really look at that, look at themselves, you know, like I would notice if I had it all the time, but his whole face cleared up and, um, and then he started just feeling so much better. So, so turmeric is amazing and it's really good to add to like eggs in the morning because it has a really bright golden yellow color 
but it doesn't taste like anything. So when you add it to things, you're getting all the benefits. You just, you don't taste anything. So it's definitely not spicy in any way. Um, so I will add it, like I always add um, a half teaspoon of, of turmeric to my eggs in the morning. And then I also drop a half teaspoon into my smoothie if I have a smoothie because you just don't taste it. And so it's just like an easy way to drink it down. Um, and then I use it on everything, like my meat, fish, vegetables, I just sprinkle it on and it's actually really beautiful. So, um, so that's my second favorite skinny spice. And then the third one, this is cayenne pepper. So this is the one of the three spices that I've mentioned that's spicy. You know, the first one, cinnamon was sweet. The second one, turmeric is mild and cayenne pepper is the one that's a little spicy. And that's because it has this um, ingredient called capsation in it. And capsation, it's the ingredient in any kind of hot pepper, like it could be in jalapenos or red chili flakes that you put on your pizza, or a little bit of it is in paprika. So if you use any of those, you get the benefits. Um, but capsation, what it does is it increases your metabolism. So it's like you're almost doubling your metabolism as you're eating. And you can you can actually feel that this is happening because if you sprinkle it on, you'll feel like you'll just feel your heart racing slightly. I mean, it's not like a lot. It's actually exciting to eat. And the other thing it does is it curbs your appetite. So if you have something and you sprinkle some cayenne pepper on it, like for example, it's another good thing to put on your eggs with turmeric. You'll actually feel satisfied quicker and while you're eating it, your metabolism's increasing. So cayenne pepper is, you know, there, there's actually this famous diet. It's called like you have lemon water and cayenne pepper in the morning. So you like squeeze a lemon and then sprinkle a little cayenne pepper. Um, that's one way to use cayenne. For me, it, that's kind of like, you really wake yourself up really fast if you do that, maybe sometimes too fast. So I usually use cayenne pepper. I like to use it like at dinner time um, to sprinkle it into stir fries, which is amazing, like with black pepper and salt. And also on top of any vegetables. And like I said, on my eggs, that's how I like to use cayenne pepper. So, so those are my three kind of favorite spices. And the thing I love about it is that you actually lose weight by adding these to your day. So you're not depriving yourselves by focusing on taking something out of your diet. You're actually adding a pinch or a teaspoon of this a day and you start seeing the benefits because uh, like it has, they're, they're so powerful. That's really cool. Yeah. I think diets are, are so often associated with deprivation. And that's what I think is so neat about your system is it improves things instead of feel like you're taking away. And I always love to hear people who come from other food tra traditions because I think there's so much that we can learn. Um, I think in the U.S. as a whole, our food tends to be pretty bland and uninteresting compared to the rest of the world. So I'm curious, what does a normal day of eating look like for you? And maybe what are some of the recipes that are like go-to favorites for you that maybe others aren't familiar with? Oh, definitely. Okay. So so over time, you know, and it, being a mom and being very busy, I definitely try to simplify my day. And so I try to keep things easy. One of the things that I do is, um, you know, I try to have a similar breakfast every day so that I'm not spending my morning thinking about what to have. And I also have the ingredients on hand all the time. So my morning is usually um, I have two eggs with half a cup of egg whites because that gives me extra protein and 
two eggs a day is good. I don't recommend having more than that just because of cholesterol. Um, but two eggs a day is, is fine and actually good for you and, and actually encouraged, especially for, for weight loss and for maintaining a healthy body. So I'll have two eggs with a half cup egg whites. I sprinkle salt, fresh black pepper, cayenne pepper, and turmeric powder. And turmeric, I put a half teaspoon. And cayenne pepper, I just sprinkle on um, just a bit. It's probably less than a fourth a teaspoon because it's 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 a little spicy. So I have that. And then I have a side of greens. Like I love to have spinach. Or I might have a side of like a half cup of berries on the side. So that's one breakfast. And um, another breakfast that I might have once in a while, because sometimes I, I have like two breakfasts and I go in between, would be a smoothie because it's so super easy. And so I love having this smoothie called a PB&J smoothie. And um, and I think it's fun because it's like with my kids, they have they like literally have their PB&J sandwiches, but I have my PB&J smoothie. And um, what that is, is it is a cup of almond milk, unsweetened almond milk, then it's a cup of spinach. And it's pretty surprising, you actually don't taste the spinach and you get a whole cup of spinach in the morning. Then I put a scoop of protein powder in it or for people that aren't comfortable with protein powder, um, you could use uh, 5.5 ounces of Greek yogurt, um, on, like plain vanilla Greek yogurt. And, um, and then I put two tablespoons of flax seeds and that gives you a lot of fiber. And, um, and then you could add like any fruit you want, berries, mango, you could kind of put anything. That's kind of the J part of it. And then the peanut butter, one to two tablespoons of peanut butter. Um, you could put some, a little like t uh, one serving of peanut butter powder if you want. Then you um, put the, uh, I, and then I drop in a fourth teaspoon of cinnamon and a half teaspoon of turmeric just because why not? You know, it's like I want all the benefits. And so I blend it together and it just tastes so good. It has healthy fats in it no, you know, very low sugar, it's high fiber. So I'm full until lunchtime with that kind of breakfast. Um, so that's kind of my breakfast during lunch. I usually keep it easy and I have a five ounces of salmon. Um, I just sprinkle salt and pepper on it because salmon is so flavorful and it's so great. It has such great omega threes in it. Um, so I, I do sea salt cause it's a nice salt, fresh black pepper. And then I have asparagus on the side and then I have um, a bowl of lentils. So my lentils, what I do is I usually make them on Sunday and they last for the week. Like I make them in a crock pot or I make them on the stove. And, um, and that has like the one I just had today, it's, it's called chana dal, or you could use like yellow lentils. Um, and it has turmeric, ginger, salt, pepper, all of that is boiled with the lentils and the lentils is a slow carb. So it's like what, after I eat it, I get my carbs, I have my energy, but it's, maintained energy. So I'm not going to eat like if I were to eat a bowl of rice, I would feel really full and I'd have a lot of I would I would have energy for about 30 minutes. And then my energy would drop. And then I would start to feel hungry again. So lentils takes me through the afternoon. And I just like I never have a 2pm slump anymore. Like I used to I used to feel like I needed a nap every day at 2pm, whether I was at home or at work, I would look for a room and I might have to rest my eyes. But I that just doesn't exist for anymore for me anymore, because of the 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 it's both the, the whole nutritious foods that I'm eating, as well as the flavor of it, which makes me able to eat it. And then I'm also getting the benefits, the weight loss benefits. So so that's like my breakfast, lunch. And then for dinner, I would do something like a smoked paprika um, fish, uh, like because I'm a pescatarian, but my husband, he eats he eats meat. So 
I'll, what I do sometimes is I do smoked paprika, I marinate fish, and then I make chicken for him with the same spices. And so like that would, I, what I would do is like blend smoked paprika, garlic, ginger, salt, pepper, some white vinegar, because that really brings out the flavor. Um, and then let's see, usually I might put in a little cayenne pepper in it because I actually like it spicy and smoked paprika is not spicy. Um, and then a little cumin because cumin adds like a nice kind of earthy taste to it. And, um, and then what I do is I just bake the fish and I stir fry the chicken. So it's like, it only takes 15 minutes because the fish only takes 15 minutes to make the chicken only takes 15 to make and 15 minutes to make and I'm making them at the same time. And I make more than one day. It's like I usually make at least three to four meals at once so that I'm not cooking all the time. Um, and my kids also love it too. So like my kids love smoked paprika chicken. Of course, I'll leave the cayenne pepper a little bit less for what I'm making for them. And I'll serve it to them with rice and with some veggies. And then for myself, I'll have um, veggies and then I'll have some like black beans or something like that with it. So um, so it's like smoked paprika, fish, you know, black beans. Usually I add some like flavors on into that as well. Um, some nice veggies like roasted red bell peppers. It's just like it's it feels it feels so gourmet and I really can't wait to eat it. And the amazing thing about spices is that every day the the meal tastes better. So like when you store it in the fridge, it's not like the typical leftovers where maybe you're like, oh, God, I have to eat that again. It's more like, you know, oh, my God, it's going to taste even more amazing because all the flavors have had even more time to like really get into the meal and really marinate even further. So. So that's kind of a typical day. It's like filled with spices and whole, whole processed food. And I try to keep it simple by eating similar foods and then also cooking in bulk. So it lasts me for longer. And those are kind of a few tricks um, in terms of like how to stay healthy and lose weight when you have such a busy schedule and when you're a mom. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely with you on the bulk cooking. We do that too at our home. Do you love the taste and the benefits of bone broth? but don't love how time-consuming it is to make? With the time you spend sourcing the best ingredients and then simmering it for hours on end on the stove? Kettle and Fire solves that problem with their bone broth. So they use only bones from 100% grass-fed pasture-raised cattle that are never given hormones and antibiotics. It's also unique because they focus on bones that are especially high in collagen, which is one of the healthiest things you can put in your body. Another great thing about them is they use really eco-friendly minimal packaging and their bone broth is non-perishable. So unlike many bone broths on the market, it ships without the need for refrigeration, which is also much more eco-friendly. It is available in many stores, so definitely check your local area. But if it's not, like it isn't for me, you can order it online and have it shipped to your door, which is what I do. So to check it out and to find out more about why their bone broth is so wonderful, go to kettleandfire.com forward slash wellness mama. If you're like me and you live in an area where it's sometimes hard to find any kind of specialty ingredients, especially if you're talking about organic ingredients, gluten-free foods, or allergy-friendly foods, I highly recommend that you check out Thrive Market. So Thrive is like a combination of Costco, Amazon, and Whole Foods. And here's why I say that. So like Costco, they have a yearly membership fee, and this lets you access all of their special pricing and deals. Like Amazon, they're online, and they also have very fast shipping, and it's usually free with most orders. 
And then, like Whole Foods, they carry high quality foods and specialty ingredients and especially focus on GMO-free and organic foods. So it's really been helpful to me and I know that you're gonna love it too. Um, you can also get a free jar of coconut oil with your first order. So check them out, go to thrivemarket.com forward slash wellness mama. I know one question people may be thinking, like you mentioned it a little bit, but like, do spices have to be spicy and can you still get the benefits even if you aren't into like really spicy flavors at all? Or maybe even if you don't like cayenne, can you add like teeny amounts and does that still provide any benefit? Oh, such a good question. Yes, absolutely. I mean, only one, really one or two of the spices are spicy, like cayenne pepper and paprika. I mean, and paprika is not even that spicy. It's more a little bit of sweetness. So you can just like, I actually have um, a lot of people I know that they like, even for them, even black pepper is a little bit, is a little bit spicy. So, um, you know, I have like that, that, that side of it. And then on the other side, people that just like eat jalapenos for appetizers. So um, you, you can stay healthy. You can lose weight without the spicy spices because there's only a couple of them. There's so many other amazing spices, like the ones I mentioned already, cinnamon and turmeric, but there's other ones like cumin and cumin has been proven. And this was a very recent study that was done. And it was proven that, uh, that cumin will help you lose uh, three times as much fat, usually around your belly. If you just add a teaspoon a day. And so cumin is like, like it's not spicy at all. Coriander is another great spice um, and it decreases water retention. So I like to use coriander, like, especially if I have some kind of event that's coming up that I just need to like get to be like, I need to fit into a dress. I just want to like get to, you know, the final steps that I need. I'll have coriander and I'll use it with asparagus because asparagus is an, is a vegetable that also is de-bloating or it decreases water retention. So I'll roast some asparagus, put, put coriander, salt and pepper on it. And, you know, it, it like actually really, really makes a difference. Um, so, you know, those are a couple other ones, but spicy spices are more about being flavorful. Um, they are not, they do not have to be spicy and you can absolutely lose weight and, and have flavorful food while, you know, not eating spicy food, but just using spices. Totally. So what about people on the kind of opposite end of that spectrum who love like hot sauce and those kind of things or hot sauces if they're made without sugar, obviously, are those another good way to get the benefits of the more spicy like cayenne and that kind of thing? Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. So definitely the thing is to look at the sugar because there are a lot of hot sauces that have sugar in it. So the main thing is if the hot sauce doesn't have, doesn't have sugar in it, then that is really, you know, that's really the best one. So, I mean, I usually like, like I like Cholula, um, Cholula hot sauce is really good. I have like some spicy mustards that are, you know, any spicy mustard is really good if it has lower sugar. One day, actually, it was so funny, but um, I, I like didn't have any food, like any food that I felt like I could really cook that day. It was just like, we just didn't go grocery shopping in time. So that's the time where, you know, probably uh, you may identify Katie or other moms listening. That's when you're like, okay, let me look at the menu. Let me look at, start looking at these takeout menus and think about what to order, you know, and it's like the last thing that you really want to do, but, um, but you just don't feel like going grocery shopping and preparing a meal when it's like already five o'clock. So, so what happened is I checked the mail and uh, my brother had sent me a gift and the gift was like a spicy mustard, a hot sauce and two hot sauces. And I was like, 
oh my God, you just saved my whole night because now I can just eat anything and I just have hot sauce with it and it'll taste so good, like it'll dress it up. So then I just grilled some fish and put this new hot sauce on it and then ate veggies and it was like, it was so tasty. So sometimes if you don't feel like cooking with spices or you're not sure how to blend them, then just find a really good hot sauce or a spicy mustard and um, and it, that that's really nice to eat too. I'm definitely a fan as well. So another question I would guess that maybe listeners have is, are your kids on board with this? I know there's a perception that kids don't like spices or flavors or strong flavors, which I actually disagree with, but I'm curious to hear your take on it and how your kids handle it. Yes. So, um, it's definitely, uh, it's something that it's just like anything, you know, like if you give it to your kids earlier, it's going to be easier for them to eat spices um, and easier for them to eat flavor food. And it's kind of, you know, for what I think is it's, it's great to, to open your kids up to different flavors and to different palates so that, you know, wherever they may go in the world, they're going to be comfortable and they're going to, you know, be open to trying and eating foods because they've already had it, or, you know, at least they're open to trying it. Um, in terms of the spice, it's kind of the same thing. Like I don't go overboard on giving my kids spicy foods. I, I try to integrate it a little bit because anyone can actually increase their ability to eat spicy food. It's like, it's, it's kind of, it's like a taste, like it's just like wine. Like, you know, you have to acquire a taste for it and you actually get used to eating spicier food. Sometimes I choose to do that. But in general, like if you're using spices like smoked paprika, cumin, coriander, turmeric, black pepper, your, your kids, it's not going to, it's not going to be spicy. Like they'll actually like it. Like my kids love it. When I use, I have this other spice that I like to use a lot called lemon pepper. And so I, I'll make lemon pepper chicken or lemon pepper, pepper fish. And my kids love it. And it's not spicy at all. You know, it's kind of like tangy and, um, it's, it's like, it's, it's nice when you can cook for the whole family. I think it's a lot harder when you have to make meals like for yourself to, to lose weight and then you have to make something else for your husband or make something else for your partner and make something else for your kids. It's nice if you're, if there are those, there's those foods that you can just make one of them and, and you know, everyone eats it. So, so it's absolutely possible for kids to eat spices. It, I would say, don't start with the spicy spices, you know, start with the mild spices. Um, and, you know, one other thing I do want to mention is like, I actually have had some women that have been, that have nursed their kids and they've been on my, the program that I have, which where I teach women how to eat spices and how to lose weight doing it. And they actually nurse their babies and they're actually, their, their babies are totally fine. They produce the same amount of milk. Their kids are getting that taste from like a, a early age. So it kind of opens them up even sooner. Yeah, I'm on board with that too. And I definitely, um, I know some women do avoid spicy things when they're nursing. And I was always the opposite thinking like, I want my kids to have a taste for this really early. Um, And we kind of just intuitively, like I add cinnamon to their first foods, even like bananas and that kind of thing to kind of like even tone down the like oversweetness of bananas, but also just our normal cooking. I don't like make bland baby foods. I typically just give them smaller, like really cut up amounts of what we're already eating. Because when you're eating real food, it's easy to do that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Like, and I love that idea. It's like when you're making like, even it's like pureed carrots or pureed peas, and then you add a little bit of cumin or a little bit of like mint in it, you know, it's, it's like just so nice. That's how, that's how kids start acquiring it. Like if you're able to do it at that time and, um, and it's, it just makes the food so much tastier. 
Definitely. So what about like drinks and like herbal teas? Are there ways to add extra spices to those? Because I asked um, when my husband had SIBO and we were working on that, he was drinking a lot of cumin, coriander, coriander and fennel tea. Mm-hmm. And we both kind of developed a taste for it. And I love it now. But are there other ways to add less common spices to drinks besides just making like herbal tea, for instance? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, I have I have a couple things. So one thing is like having a tea is really good. So I have a special recipe, it's called fire tea. And, um, and so this is something I also often drink at night, because it's really comforting, and it feels really indulgent. So I don't have that need for like wine or chocolate or anything like that when I'm drinking this tea. So it's a combination of ginger, which helps improve your digestion. So like after a meal, when you have ginger, it just like, helps you wash your food down, helps your stomach kind of flatten out and feel good and digest your food. Um, cinnamon and and then a little bit of honey on the top. So for fire tea, what you do is you simmer ginger, cinnamon, and water for 20 minutes. And it's like about a half teaspoon of grated ginger and a half of a cinnamon stick. So you um, simmer that with two cups of water and um, you know, bring it to a boil and then let it simmer for um, for 20 minutes. And that is a lot of time. So what I like to do is make it, you know, double the recipe, and then I just store the rest of it um, and drink it the next night. Or maybe I even make more than that sometimes. Then when it's done simmering, like at that, while it's been cooking, the cinnamon stick, like it, all of the flavor, all of the fresh cinnamon has been coming out of that cinnamon stick. And it's really like a luxurious flavor. It's different than just sprinkling cinnamon. It's really different when you use a cinnamon stick. Um, And then so when it's done, you strain the water into a mug, you separate the tiny pieces of ginger and the pieces of the cinnamon stick. And then you can add a little bit of honey if you want, if you feel like you need the sweetness, but you don't have to. And then you just drink it. And it's a it's a sweet, spicy combo because cinnamon, it actually has a little, it's sweet. And then after you simmer it like that, it has a slight spicy, it's like a sweet, spicy combo. It tastes, it tastes really amazing. So, so that's one that I love fire tea. And then another drink that, um, another thing I really recommend doing is adding herbs and spices to water and infusing it because like, we all know that we want, that we're supposed to drink more water, but for me, I get bored of drinking like eight glasses of water that doesn't taste like anything all day. And I often, it's often hard for me to do that. So what I started doing is making a pitcher of infused water and putting it in my fridge. And then I would just pour it out every day. And it made me look forward to drinking water. So I have this water recipe, it's called flat tummy water. And what I do is I fill up a pitcher with six cups of water I add one tablespoon of ginger, which improves digestion. I add one cucumber and I slice it and you can keep the, you can keep the peel on or you can take it off if you want, but you can keep it on. Um, and cucumber is a dehydrating spice. So it also, it decreases water retention in your body when you drink it, when you, when you have it. Um, and then one lemon that's sliced and you can like squeeze in a little bit of the lemon or you can just slice it and put it in there. And then also a half cup of mint leaves and, um, mint leaves help you decrease overeating because of the scent. So it's been proven that it helps you with your um, decreasing overeating and also it helps you with sugar cravings. So you add all this into a pitcher and then you put it in the fridge, let it infuse overnight so all the flavors are there. It, it, it First of all, it looks beautiful. It looks luxurious. It looks like a treat. Like you don't feel like you're depriving yourself again. Like it's so key just to focus on taking care of yourself and giving yourself foods that you want and drinks that you want, you're just so much more likely to follow it. So 
it infuses. It's beautiful to look at. It's beautiful to smell. And then you pour it in your glass and it like, it just feels like you're at a spa, you know, like, and, and this is good for you. So, um, so that's another way. And you can really experiment with lots of different things that you have on hand. Like, you know, um, like you could put anything, you could put a lime, you could put cilantro in it. Um, you could put, you know, any herbs that you might have basil. I've even I'd have like a basil strawberry water. So, so those are other ways to make it really easy. And then I mentioned the smoothie recipe before smoothies are a great way. Like if you're going to make a smoothie, just add a half teaspoon of any spice you have on hand and it's just going to, it's going to help you. Yeah. Such an easy tip. And I bet that water tastes amazing. You mentioned in passing your system, which is called spice yourself skinny. Can you talk about that um, real quick and how your system works and kind of what women experience on it? Yes, definitely. Well, I have, um, so the spice yourself skinny system, it's an eight week weight loss system using fat burning spices and, um, whole natural foods to spice off your weight. And I have four parts to the system. So it starts with uh, a detox. So the first two weeks, what we do is we use spices, for example, turmeric, which helps you decrease your inflammation and it heals your body. So we use seven spices that are detox spices and they just help you like clean your body out. I teach you, I give you exact meal plans of what to eat for the two weeks and when to prep them and when to cook them. Because a lot of like my program is meant for other women like me who are busy working women, um, or just, you know, really busy, ambitious women and moms who, who don't have a lot of time to think about like when they're going to prepare things or they don't have a lot of time to cook. So I tell you, usually what I do is I focus on like a, a Sunday prep day where you make a few things and then over the week it, it becomes easy. So I use seven detox spices, give exact meals, exact recipes. Um, that's the first phase. Then the second phase is de-bloat. And that's where I focus on spices that help you decrease water retention. So you're really like reducing all that weight, like that, that, that weight that's just hanging on. It's just, you know, it's just easy to get off. You just have to eat the right foods. So I focus on um, spices like coriander, which decrease water retention. And I'll add more, more foods like asparagus and cucumber um, to your diet because those, those also help decrease water retention. So the combination of the seven de-bloating spices and the whole foods and the natural foods, it helps like women de-bloat and what ha a lot of times in the first two weeks, women have lost like literally up to 10 pounds in the first two weeks. And that's, you know, it depends where you're starting from, but a lot of women think they're starting, they're eating healthy, but they're just not eating the foods that are working for their body. And it's, it's all about not depriving yourself because when you deprive yourself, you, you, you it, that's not good for your body either. Then your body starts holding on to like whatever you give it. So so we have the detox, the de-bloat, then the next phase is bee burn. And that's when we really start focusing on burning your fat, which has been happening the whole time anyway, because all these foods are so good and all these spices are so good. So we'll focus on bee burn, um, which are spices like a little bit more of like a little bit of cayenne pepper or paprika, um, or, you know, there's other spices that help you really, really start like activating your fat burning. Um, and that's when I start adding, you know, more of the healthy carbs and adding more protein to your diet. Well, you've already been having it, but we're amping it up. And then the final phase is B tone. And that's where you start add integrating a few workouts. So I give you three workouts for the three workouts a week for those two weeks, but you're also getting a combination, you know, of really good foods that you can integrate with your workouts. So 
the four phases, a lot of women um, who have kids who have um, even who, who are new moms, like maybe their kid is not even a year old by the end of the eight weeks, they have lost up to 22 pounds using my Spice Yourself Skinny system. Um, a lot of women, the average is around 12 to 15 pounds. And what the, the beauty of it and my favorite part is that because Spice Yourself Skinny is not deprivational, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes something so easy to continue doing. So women just easily continue it and they've lost up to 30 pounds in the two months after Spice Yourself Skinny and have kept it off. So it's it's really a transformation of your lifestyle because you're learning to eat whole, real, natural foods. You're learning about natural spices that have fat burning benefits. You're enjoying your food. It's filling you up and your whole family's eating it with you, including like guests when they come over, like people serve, people have had dinner parties with Spice Yourself Skinny Food because it's that good that people, like it doesn't taste healthy. That's awesome. I'll make sure that I knew we, there's a link to that as well. So people can find out more about the whole system and there's a seven day challenge that they can do. Um, a question I love to ask kind of in wrapping up is what are some common misconceptions and misunderstandings people have about your area of expertise and especially about maybe for you like spices and weight loss and being a busy mom? And then what do you what advice do you give them to remedy that? Well, I think, you know, definitely people think to lose weight that you have to go on a diet and that you have to, and that it's hard. People think that it's hard. And I used to think it was hard too, because it was hard because I was counting my calories. I was eating little tiny portions of foods that weren't good to begin with. So I had to eat small portions of them. Um, I just always thought weight loss was not meant for me. I thought that it wasn't in my genetics. Um, it, it was, my metabolism was slow and I would have to work so hard to ever get the body and the energy that I wanted. And it's absolutely false. Like what is true is when you start eating real foods and you start liking what you're eating, like actually loving it and enjoying it, you're, you're the fat from your body. That's not supposed to be there. It just, it melts away and it's easy. And, and so that's the thing I just want other women to know is that it doesn't have to be hard. And literally dozens and dozens of women have told me, I just can't believe how easy it is to lose weight now, like now that I've learned how to eat like this. So, um, so I think, you know, just knowing that it's possible to lose weight and, and keeping it easy and, and it's like keeping it natural is, is powerful. And, um, and, you know, the other thing is, I think sometimes we feel like we have to do everything ourselves, but and like learn what to eat. But when you have a plan to follow, like that sometimes just solves everything. Cause when we're really busy, we just don't know what groceries to buy and, um, and like how to combine this. And we, we try out so many recipes from food.com or Pinterest, and most of them don't even turn out good. So we're spending so much time just like trying things out when if, if you just have a plan to follow and, and someone that, you know, has already tried everything out to you, for you, that's how you actually lose weight. And like, that's kind of like what I did is that I just followed a plan. Like I did Tim Ferriss, but I, I did like create the recipes I was, as I was going, but it was, it was like, I didn't just try to just like read one magazine here and read something else. I, it's like when you have a program, then you actually lose the weight. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And you are such an inspiration. I can't wait actually to try some of these recipes myself with the water and the tea and they all sound delicious. Um, where can people find you? I'll make sure I include links, but where do people find you online? 
Oh, thank you so much, Katie. Well, I prepared a special gift for Wellness Mama listeners, and this is going to be at masalabody.com slash wellnessmama, and I am going to share three easy recipes to banish late-night sugar cravings. And this includes my delicious, comforting, uh, luxurious fire tea recipe. Uh, it also includes a really amazing healthy dessert. It's my apple cinnamon healthy dessert. Uh, and it's, it's like sometimes at night when you're craving something sweet, maybe ice cream, this is the perfect replacement for that. And then I also have a smoothie, which I call princess's spice smoothie. And it's what princess Kate drinks, but I added two sweet spices to it. So it's even more beneficial for fighting sugar cravings. And, and, uh, it's, it takes like 30 seconds to make. It only has three ingredients. So all of those will be, um, available to you. And then I'll also send you my seven spicy recipes to spice off seven pounds. And they're the, they're the recipes I use to lose my first seven pounds. Um, and that's at masalabody.com slash wellness mama. Awesome. Nagina, you're such an inspiration. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll, like I said, make sure to include these links in the show notes as well for anyone to find them. Oh, thank you so much, Katie. It's been a pleasure talking with you. You too. And thanks to all of you for listening. And I will see you next time on the Healthy Moms Podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.